opportunity to speak um, on this day, Mother's Day. You know, I know it can be really difficult for some, but um, not demeaning that in any, in any way. But it reminds us of what we should be doing all the time. You know, we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate the birth of our Saviour. And really, it's a wonderful time. We have a great time in church and a great time with family, but it's a reminder of what we should be doing every day, remembering his birth, you know. We have a great time over Easter, don't we? Remembering what he did for us, living in, in that wonderful glory of the resurrection. But really, it's a reminder of what we should be doing every day. And so Mother's Day and Father's Day, they come around, and though they can be difficult, they're really just a reminder of what we should be doing every day to an extent, shouldn't we? You know, honouring, honouring and blessing. Not just our mums, but our grandmums. Not just our grandmums, but our mentors and our coaches, our, our women for all that they do, you know? Um, the amount of women that speak into the lives of others, that are nurturing them, that are raising them up. We need to glory in that. We need to honour that. So today should, should be a celebration, really, because for us as Christians, our glasses are half full, yeah? They're not half empty, that could, it's really hard for us to live in a half-empty mentality because we live on this side of the cross. So no matter how difficult life is, we can always see the better side, the same way our Lord Jesus did, amen? So today we, we remember mums, you know, and we, we pray for them and, and we, we just exalt them, we glorify them and we say thank you. We say thank you for everything that you've done. And I know that some have lost their mums and it's difficult. You know, I, I, we acknowledge that and we grieve with you. But I think today for us as a people, as a community, I think it's important that we focus on the majority of the stories, the good times, yeah? The, even the difficult times, the lessons, that we focus on those things. Because I think it should be, or at least it is for me, my desire and our desire as a church to be able to honour the women that are in our family, yeah, that are in our community. So I think you're going to like this. We're going to watch a short video. We're going to dim the lights and they're going to play it and then um, we'll jump back up and go from there. Amen. Can you drop the spots, please?
love that video. Excuse the Americanism. I actually did ask the, produce, the producers of that that are in the States whether they could make an Australian amendment. I got an email back that said, thank you for your request, but it's too much work. <laughs> so, hey, for today you can be a mom instead of a mum. But I just love that. It is just, it is just so, so real and true and captures God in his entirety, yeah? It's such a play, a play with words because who would have thought that in today's day and age that mums, not just dads, not just men, yeah, can be a complete demonstration, an example of who God is. Women in general, really, because a lot of what is in you naturally demonstrates God. I mean, that's really exciting for me. When you think about it, that you, in who you are naturally, in what you do, what comes out of you, paints a picture, a portrait of our loving Father, yeah? Of our God. I mean, that's awesome. It's sad that in our world, in our first world, more so in our Western world, yeah, that we can miss that. See, God's not just our Father. Of course he is our Father. Jesus tells us, pray this way, our Father who art in heaven. He's also our Father, yes, definitely. But you and I, I think in general, this is a sweeping generalisation, is that right? You can smile, it's, you know, Mother's Day. We're all going to an awesome lunch, or some of us. We have this masculine picture of who God is. We do. And that's a picture that's in our mind, in our hearts. We see God as a conqueror, and he is. And we see him as a judge, and he is. We see him as a general that's leading an army. We see him as a shepherd. We see him as a father. We see him in all these ways. And then we wonder why in our culture we struggle to see the rest of him, that we struggle to grab hold of what, Scott, you demonstrated for me part of God in your sharing, in your emotion. You know, we struggle to, to embrace all of him, his tenderness, his vulnerability, yeah? His love, his grace, his, his forgiveness, his openness, his gentleness, his, his meekness. Because we've got this other picture of God, which is really good, because he conquered sin and death. But there's a whole other side of our God. And that's why we can call him Daddy and Papa, because there's a tender side of God. Yeah? But because of this picture that's been sown into us in our community, in our society, it's a really hard struggle for people. Why are you calling God Daddy? Why are you calling God Papa? Because he is. Well, that's just weird. You know, like, I remember um, Kim, I don't think she's here today. I, I remember Kim um, was putting something on Facebook and it was uh, something I had posted and I referred to God as, as Papa Daddy. For me, that's the tenderness of God, yeah? And uh, her friend goes, that's really weird. It's just, you know, it sounds really weird. It's a bit freaky. And Kim's response was, it sounds like that until you learn a bit more until you grab hold of a bit more, until you see the bigger picture. 
then you understand. Then it's not that at all, you know? See, here's the reality about God. You ready? Let's, let's shift some theology for some of us today. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. You should know this. But do we really sit and ponder it? So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Wow. So he created us in his image, male and female. So we've gone from one image to male and female. You understand what's going on here, yeah? See, if we were created in his image, male and female, then I want to suggest if we've got a father heart of God, we've also got a mother heart of God. For those that are struggling, let's just call it the tender side of our daddy, yeah? But there's also a mother heart of who he is. So he is father and he is mother and he is whole. That's the way and the only way he was able to create us, male and female, in his image, yeah? That's reasonably logical. What this scripture shows is that you need both a male and a female for God's image to be complete. Yeah? You've got to think about it. The one time that, that the scripture says that in Genesis that God was a little bit disappointed and upset and concerned was when he saw Adam alone. Yeah? The picture, he, God, his image is complete, male and female. Male and female, he created us. So at the end of the day, I want to suggest there are, there are things about God that we as men display exceptionally accurately. That means also there are things that women, yeah, a part of God that women display so accurately as well, yeah? Because male and female, he created them. So if part of me shows who God is, then part of Marion shows who God is, and that picture then completes the perfect image of God. You know, what I love about that video is it gives us a glimpse that, that there, the thing, there are things in God and there are, thing, there are things about God in mothers and in women in general that you guys display. And sorry, sorry, men, if I'm not chatting to you directly, but maybe for some of you it'll help you grab hold of the tenderness of God, yeah? But in your lives, what you do naturally, in your natural habitat, you display God. Man, all of a sudden, it's, wow, that's a big responsibility to display God. You don't have to think about it. It just comes from you naturally because it was God who created you in the beginning and he placed it inside of you. Amen? Wow, there's some somber faces. You didn't get breakfast, did you? I got breakfast because I cooked it. And even while I was cooking it, I yelled out to Mel because she likes smashed avocado with Meredith's goat's cheese. So I had the egg poaching and I had some bread and some muffins under the grill toasting and I'm starting to mash the avocado, but I've never added the Meredith's goat's cheese. I don't know how much I'm supposed to add. I'm like, Mel! And she's in the bathroom. Mel, how do I do this? I don't know. I'm getting ready. I'm trying to get to church. I know, but I'm trying to make you breakfast and I don't know what to do. So we eventually had breakfast. <laughs> I think the first thing I said to Mel this morning, I walked down the hall, she was already in the bathroom, and I said, Mel, happy Mother's Day. There's a puppy poo in Nathan's bedroom. And I walked away. <laughs> she goes, it's Mother's Day. I go, you got the dog. 
I'm not going there. I'm going back to the eggs for your breakfast. <laughs> See, it's what you do naturally that makes your name great. His name great. Yeah? It's what flows out of you. That makes sense to me in light of that scripture in Genesis, but it brings to life this scripture in Romans 1. Romans 1 says, verse 20, For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky through everything God made. You've got to get it, through everything God made. So surprise, surprise, that includes women. Yeah, Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and his divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. So through everything he made, we can see his invisible qualities, male and female, he created them. Yeah? This is why we honour women. This is why we honour men on Father's Day. But this is why we honour mothers. Because what you do naturally glorifies God and paints a picture for all of those around you to see. There's some great, great examples, actually. Great examples of, of, of seeing what a mother does and what a woman does and, 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 and looking at the picture that it paints of daddy, you know, of this tenderness, this tender side of God. So mums, do you remember teaching your kids to walk? Seriously, do you remember teaching your kids to walk? How many times did they fall? How many times did you pick them up? Like over and over and over again. What about feeding? Every time you fed a child when they were hungry. You know, for the mentors, coaches, spiritual minds, every time someone came to you and they were hungry and thirsting for more, every time that you fed them. Yeah? Every time. I'm looking forward to seeing my mum today. I'm still going to get fed. Yeah? She's 83. I'm hoping I've got another 17 years at least of this. I'll be disappointed. I'll miss her and her cooking. And she put chicken in her chicken results. <laughs> See, every time you did those simple things, you actually were painting a portrait of God. Isaiah 11 in Isaiah 11, verses 3 and 4, it reads, It was I who taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by the arms. But they didn't realise it was I who healed them. I led them with cords of human kindness, with ties of love. To them I was like one who lifts a little child to the cheek, and I bent down to feed them. Other versions of that have her and her sprinkle all the way through it. Because it's an example of God. It's who he is. And that's what you do naturally with your children. You lift them, you put them on your knee, you raise them to your cheek, you blow raspberries into the little fat parts, you cook them food that they don't like, you do all sorts of stuff for them and at the same time you're painting a portrait and a picture of who God is. Like that's why we honour you. That's why you should be celebrated today. Even if you don't feel like you should be celebrated, you're to be celebrated. Even if you don't want to be honoured, you need to be honoured. Because you're painting a picture of who God is. Who's ever seen a protective mum over their children? Yeah? I remember the kids were playing indoor soccer because they play indoor soccer. And I don't remember if it was Nathan. I think it was Nathan. He's the smallest one. Anyway. 
Yeah, I can't picture the face. I can picture the incident, not the face. So I'm going to assume it was Nathan. And I remember somebody pushing Nathan, yeah? So Mel's sitting down. We're watching the game. Indoor soccer, kids, you know? And he gets pushed. He gets pushed. Another time he gets pushed. And he falls over. And Mel's up. She's going, oh, don't do that. She starts yelling across Major League, don't do that. I go, love, relax. She goes, I don't care if his parents are here. If he does that again, I'm going in the court. It's like, oh my goodness, earth open and swallow me now. Like, he could have a really big dad. Stop! But she just wanted to protect our son. Anyone ever had an incident like that? Memories that you can think of, yeah? Man, look at God. I love it. See, this is God's heart. Even in doing that, in Mel's claws coming out, ready to, to pull apart and rip apart and, and suck out the life of that little boy who, who pushed our son, she was showing God's heart. Can you believe it? In Isaiah chapter 13, verse 8, it says, Like a bear whose cubs have been taken away, I will tear out your heart. <laughs> My wife was showing us a glimpse of God. And mums, you know, when you're protective over your kids, you're just painting a picture to the world that you are exactly like God. I love the next part of the verse. I will devour you like a hungry lioness and mangle you like a wild animal. That's saying, don't you come next to my children. If you do, I'm going to tear you to shreds. Men, husbands, Partners, have you ever gone to discipline your child and your wife looks at you and you just know, okay, it's not the time to do it? <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because I'm overzealous. Maybe it's because it's the Italian blood in me. Maybe I have remnants of my dad because my dad used to, we used to get in trouble and he used to lift his hand up like this. It was, it was my brother and I used to almost mimic him, you know. And he used to lift his hand and in Italian he would say, if you don't stop, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you across the face and your head is going to spin. Right? In Italian, it sounds poetic. Like it's really poetic in Italian. It's like, stay attento, se no te chapos battler and to testa. You know, and he starts doing these motions, you know. It's like, so maybe I've got some of that inside of me, but all I know is that I know that mums protect and I know that God protects us over and over and over again. Be proud of how God made you. Be proud of how he made you. It's, that's you. And when you are you, people are seeing God. And you don't even know it. You know, Deuteronomy 32, 18, in the NLT, it says, You neglected the rock who fathered you. You forgot the God who had given you birth. In one scripture, we're shown both the father and the mother side of God. You know, people miss that. God is our father. I've yet to meet a man who has given birth to a child. Have you found one? Googled it? It's not there. Might be in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but that's about it. It doesn't exist. Yet here in the scripture, it's talk, it just says you've neglected the rock who fathered you, father side of God. You forgot the God who's given you birth. Mother side of God. Tenderness of God. Love of God. And that's awesome. 
It's a picture of, of, of God giving birth. And again, in Isaiah 42, in verse 14, it says, He will say, I have long been silent. You've got to capture God's heart in this. I have restrained myself. But now, like a woman in labour, even references himself like a woman. But now, like a woman in labour, I will cry and groan and pant. That's our God. Cry and groan and pant. It doesn't sound like a general leading us to war. It doesn't sound like a conqueror, does it? Hey? In one scripture, we're shown both. Over and over and over again. Even in the act of childbirth, mums, you give the world around you a glimpse of God. Even in the act of childbirth. We men, we can't show that part of God. Just quietly, praise God for that. Yeah? I don't know about the rest of you men. Quite satisfied that I can't demonstrate that part of God. <laughs> I'm, I'm chicken when it comes to a needle or going to the dentist. I couldn't imagine giving birth. Oh my goodness. But when you do, when you go through what you go through, man, that's painting a picture, giving us a glimpse of God. You know, you're to be honoured for that. You're to be remembered for that. You're to be thanked for that. And be happy about it, not the pain. Just the fact that you're showing us a glimpse of God. You know, Scott said that his mum was his hero. Women, you are heroes. Every one of you in this place are heroes that paint a portrait of God in your natural lives. Mums, ever comforted your kids? What about grandmothers? Ever comforted your children, grandchildren? What about your spiritual mums? Ever comforted someone that you're mentoring and giving advice to? Ever comforted them? Even when you wanted to slap them? Or is that the fatherly response? I don't know. Ever, ever comforted them? God comforts us. He comforts, comforts his children like a mother comforts his child. That's what the scripture says. So there's got to be a mother side of God if the scripture is saying that. Isaiah 66, 13 says, I will comfort you there in Jerusalem as a mother comforts her child. Come on. It doesn't get plainer than that, does it? I love this scripture in Isaiah 49, 15. Never can a mother forget her nursing child. It's a question, really. Never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child she has born? And most of us would say, that's impossible, never. But the scripture goes on to say, but even if that were possible, I would not forget you. God's saying that the way that a mother is, I'm like that, and some. So even in the way that you are there, you're painting a portrait of God. Like you to be celebrated. Your, your sons, your daughters, your neighbours, your friends, your family, your workmates should be coming up to you and just patting you on the back and saying, you know what? You're awesome. Man, I love you. You know, when people get to know that you're a Christian, they should be saying, I knew you're a Christian, and I bet you some of you have heard this. I just knew there was something different about you. I didn't know what it was, but now that you're saying that, so you go to church, now it all makes sense. 
Because what they're saying is, in your everyday life, you're painting this portrait of God and I've seen it. And now that you've said it, now I understand. You're to be honoured, you're to be thanked. You're to be glorified, exalted, praised. Take it on board, it's okay. Men can show you parts of who God is. But you women, mums, you also show us the other part of who God is. And together the picture's complete because male and female, he created them, yeah? I love the way that women naturally watch over their children, the natural care and concern. It's so much like God. It really is like God. It's from God. In fact, let me show you, for, for any of you that might be doubting that that's not true. Not that you are, but... Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 11. Like an eagle that rouses her chicks and hovers over her young, so he spreads his wings to take them and carry them safely on his pinions. The first part of that scripture, like an eagle that rouses her chicks and hovers over her young. This is a picture of God as a mothering eagle that's hovering, that's watching over her babies. Yeah? It's a natural instinct. It's a natural instinct to be possessive. It's a natural instinct to want to dress us until we were 13 and make us wear singlets and do all sorts of things that we didn't want to. I'm learning now it's natural. That's what you do, mums. It's what you do. You watch over your children. Women, that's what you do when you're you're investing in the life of others around you. You're watching over them. You're like an eagle that hovers over the top. And I know sometimes as children or our kids, they rebel, they push back. Sometimes I guess you've got to do what the mother eagle does and push them out of the nest. I don't know. I hope they fly. (laughs) But you're showing God. You're showing God. On Mother's Day, know that you're showing God. As a woman, you're showing a part of God. Don't listen to what people say. God is male. Yes, he's male. Yes, he's our father. But male and female, he created us because God is spirit. Yeah? Not gender. Spirit. Yes, he's male in his attributes, but yes, he's female as well. I love the way you care. I love the way you're concerned. I love the way that you worry. And that stuff, and I think those of you that are here can testify, that stuff never stops. Whether they're your kids or grandkids or other people's kids, whether they're in your home or grown up and flown the coop, that doesn't stop. Because it's in you. Yeah? I see it in, in Mel, the way she's always watching over the boys. I hear it in her. Because she's the one that says, have you called your daughters? Have you spoken to Faith this week? Have you rung Brooke? What about Sarah? Well, not yet. Well, when was the last time you did that? Why don't you ring up and say, have you rung your mum yet? Stop it! Stop it! Hey, Faith, how are you going? Good. All right, no worries. Bye. Done. Okay, you happy now? Satisfied? She's like, why did you ring me? Oh, just because. Now she knows. Oh, Mel must have reminded him. Because it's natural. It's naturally in you. Naturally in you to, to have care and concern and, and to worry. And when you do that, you're painting a picture. 
of God, our God, our loving Father, the one who embraced us, the one who, who died for us, the one that invites us into heavenly places, the one that made us an heir and co-heir with him, ambassadors of heaven, yeah? So mothers, women, we thank you for your love. We thank you. We thank you for your prayers. We thank you for today. Now there are so many passages of scripture that show us the mother side of God, yeah? the mother heart of God. And it is all you women here, from the oldest to the youngest, yeah, every one of you, that helps us to see that picture, that paints the portrait for those that are in our community. You know, let's not be so blinkered in our thoughts of our loving Father that we miss a whole part of him that makes him complete. So we honour. We honour women. We honour mothers. We celebrate you. Because you help us to see the complete image of God. Amen? Male and female, he created them in his image. And I want to finish today. Because I know that we want to spend time. Could be at home alone, could be with family. But I want to finish today with this scripture. And it's a passage that I think warmly shows us what I call the mother heart of God. And it's Luke 13, verse 34. We saw it on the screen. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. You who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were not willing. So this is just scripture showing God as a mother hen. <laughs> Never heard that before. Names of God, first name on the plaque, mother hen. Haven't seen that in any shops yet. But this scripture showing God as a mother hen. In this passage, for me, I can hear the cry of God's heart. This is God's heart wanting to nurture and care for us. You know, and, and women, you are uniquely gifted, yeah, to nurture. Uniquely gifted to nurture. I know we men can nurture, but I've said it to Mel a thousand times, and maybe it's my cop-out, but hey, I, I'm just not wide like you. I'm not. I believe that you are uniquely gifted to nurture. You just have to look around at this room today, at the women that are here, and you can work that one out. You know, I believe that each and every one of you is designed by God, absolutely and utterly designed by God. And you have this capacity for care, you have this capacity for tenderness designed by God. And at the end of the day, who would ever be mad or crazy enough to criticise a mother's child in front of her, really? Man, so don't do it to God's children either, because that's God's heart, yeah? You start to criticise a mother's child, get ready to run. Like, seriously, get ready to run. I know the minute I've said something I shouldn't have said because I haven't thought about it and it came out too quick before I could catch it. I've tried to speak backwards. It doesn't work. It never comes back. I know. Time to walk to the other room. Time to go. I've stepped over the mark again. <laughs> you know, male and female, he created them. So today we want to think of God's love for all of us and all of us who are now walking in him, who have a relationship in him. You know, we have that because of Jesus. But let's not only think of a strong, protective and wise father. Let's not do that. Please, 
Don't limit your understanding of God. Don't limit your experience. Yes, you can experience God in your faith. Yeah? If you're not experiencing God in your faith, let's sit down. Let's work that through. Because he's a real God. And a real God you experience. A real God you encounter. A real God you hear. A real God will guide you, counsel you, love you. You experience him. Yeah? Let's acknowledge and bask in the tenderness of God, the nurturing, comforting side of God, the mother heart of God, a care that I think is perfectly seen in women. Yeah. See, mothering's not for the faint of heart either, is it? So I want to suggest that today, sitting in these seats and in churches all over Ballarat and Victoria and Australia, wherever they might be, we've got real warriors in our midst. We have not warriors but warriors in our midst, yeah? And so we remember and thank you. And I'm going to ask you to stand, and as you stand, I'm just going to read this to close because you need to be celebrated and you need to be honoured. Every one of you, stand. I found this on the internet and I loved it. It is true. It was written by a mother. To those who have had children or are having children, we celebrate you. To those who have lost a child, we mourn with you. To those who are in the trenches with little ones every day and wear the badge of food stains and nappies, we appreciate you. To those who experience loss through miscarriage, failed adoptions or running away, we mourn with you. To those who walk the hard path of infertility, fraught with pokes, prods, tears and disappointment, as a community, we walk with you. To those who are foster mums, mental mums, spiritual mums, we need you. To those who have warm and close relationships with your children, we celebrate you. To those who have disappointment, heartache and distance with your children, we sit with you. To those who lost their mothers, we grieve with you. To those who experienced abuse at the hands of your own mother, we acknowledge your experience. To those who lived through driving tests, medical tests, and the overall testing of motherhood, we are better for having you in our midst. To those who are single and long to be married and mothering your own children, we're praying with you and believing with you. To those who step-parent, we walk with you on those complex paths. To those who envision, envision sorry, lavishing love on grandchildren, yeah, that dream is not to be, we grieve with you. To those who will have emptier nests in the upcoming year, we grieve and rejoice with you. <laughs> to those who place children up for adoption, we commend you for your selflessness and remember how you hold that child in your heart. You have all shown us a glimpse of our wonderful God. You have all shown us a glimpse of our wonderful God because mothering is not for the faint of heart. We have real warriors in our midst. And today we honour you, we celebrate you, and we thank you, all of you. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for each and every person in this room. But God, today... A little bit selfishly, we thank you for every woman in this place. 
Father, we thank you for the role that they've played in the lives of people, their children, their family. We thank you for their ups and downs. We thank you, Lord, that they stand here today still holding on to the one true living God. Even as Scott shared that his mother had that one Bible that was falling to bits because her life and her wisdom and her direction came from you. We thank you for those that are still standing with you today. So, Father, we celebrate God today. Lord, we lift up today. We appreciate today. And God, and we thank you today for all those, Father, women that you have brought into our lives, all those mothers that are caring and nurturing, Lord, for young ones and old ones and in-between ones. Father, this day we say thank you. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We give you all the glory and all the honour. And everyone in the house said, Amen. Amen. Church family, enjoy the day. Celebrate it. Women, you are worthy to be celebrated. Embrace it in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen.